What's going on, kids? My name is Ray Rout. I am the host of the Dear Pats Nation podcast. Thank you for tuning in here on this Sunday, February the 6th. Already having major Wi-Fi issues. Couldn't even take my front screen down. Not a good start. Did y'all watch the Pro Bowl today? Honest God, I can be real with you guys. I didn't watch a second of the Pro Bowl. I saw some clip on Twitter, though. It looks like uh, Mac Jones stole the show a little bit. It's always good to see. Good old Mac Jones doing his thing. Look at the quality of this video. Hope the uh, audio is coming through okay. Cause I've been getting the low Wi-Fi signal since I logged on. I went live. Because God forbid me, I'd tell me before I go on. Brutal. Brutal. But yeah, no, I didn't watch any of the Pro Bowl. I have no interest in all the games. Like, none whatsoever. I'm not even in the skills competitions. The only sort of skills competition I'm somewhat interested in is Home Run Derby. I'll check that out. Besides that, I don't care. Saw that uh, JC Jackson had an interception today. Good news, right? That's what you want. Did you guys watch it? I want to know. I saw a good, someone said, we do this every year. We complain about the Pro Bowl. But, like, it's the same stuff. We have the same complaint every year. It's, it's an exhibition game. Guys don't want to get hurt. Preseason is not an exhibition game. Preseason is aim. Guys are fighting for roster spots, that kind of thing. Yeah, Pro Bowl sucks. Sorry if I was watching the video edition today and not listening to the audio podcast. I know that the, the video is going in and out. I don't know what to tell you guys. My Wi-Fi sucks. Hopefully I don't cut out. Hopefully my audio is okay. Guys, this episode of the Dear Pass Nation podcast is brought to you by our sponsors over at Alter Game. Get decked out in fully licensed NFL gear. They have all of your favorite teams over there. Go check out Alter Game, one of the largest suppliers of licensed NFL apparel. Don't waste your money on knockoffs. Go get geared up with Alter Game. I've left that link in the description. And we are members of the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. Go to DeanBlundell.com. Check out the work I'm doing over there and See what else is happening over on the Dean Blundell Network. Over 100 podcasts and content creators. Go check it out. I'm going to see if I can get this show going. See if I can stop the music. And I can. There we go. And we're off to the races. Don't have my chat lining up. Oh, maybe if I right clicked on the right thing. There we go. There we, there we go. Raw 94 says, was good. Pro Bowl sucked. I assume he's talking about Mac Jones. Do you see that Mac Jones run? Especially after the whistle. Lamar Jackson, like Baltimore and Bills fans only wish they could have him as quarterback. Yeah, no, it sucks. The Pro Bowl does suck. It's, uh... It is what it is. Sucks. McChicken says Sunday edition? Question mark. 
Yeah, man. I'm going to try to come on here as much as I can, even on the days that I'm not scheduled. Monday to Friday is like the true podcast when we have like the guests and producer Mike's in the house. But if I got nothing going down on the weekends, I'm going to try to jump on here, go live, do a little bit extra, interact with the crowd, that kind of thing. Want to, uh, you know, I just want to have fun. Again, it helps helps all the stuff. Put it up on the podcast. I can't guarantee every weekend. Just something I can't do. But I can do this. Ron ninety four says it was just two hand touch. That's what the Pro Bowl is. You know what else I don't get? Sebastian says he only watched the Pats players. Here's what I don't get about the the Pro Bowl, or with the complaints about the Pro Bowl. So I saw a bunch of people today talking about what they could do to make it better. And it's nothing. There's nothing you can do to make it better. The Pro Bowl sucks. Guys, guys, the Pro Bowl sucks. So get that out of your head. But if you keep going, what's well, got to go back to my, it's got to go back to Hawaii. I'm like, who cares? So like, how does Hawaii, how does it being in Hawaii make it better for me? sitting in Toronto watching the game on television. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't make it any better. Make it a little bit more palm tree. I don't know. Well, that's the argument I keep saying. I just assume that everybody who keeps saying, bring it, put it back in Hawaii is from Hawaii and they want the pro bowl there. The Pro Bowl could come to Toronto, and I wouldn't go. I mean, I get why people would attend a Pro Bowl. It's the only opportunity maybe to see some of those stars. I know we had an all-star game here in Toronto, hockey and basketball in the past, and friends of mine went down. They're like, well, it's the only time I'm, I'm probably going to be able to see, like, LeBron James, or it's the only time I'm really going to be able to see Sidney Crosby, even those guys come in here for regular games all the time. But I'm like, dude, who cares? Like, who wants to watch an exhibition game? The location of where it is means nothing to me. It's not going to make it better. So I'll move it back to Hawaii. And then I saw something today like, wait, put it till after the Super Bowl again. Get the guys who are in the Super Bowl in the game. That'll make it better. Is Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup really going to make the game that much better? Do we expect that Aaron Donald after the Super Bowl is going to be going full out and man if you play all the way to the super bowl do you want you, you want to attend the pro bowl and i could see maybe the pro bowl winners maybe showing up having a little bit of fun in vegas or hawaii or wherever you're going to have it but i'm not going to show the losers aren't going to show up a week after the super bowl you just lost the game and now you got to go play an exhibition game do skills competition this is just a way for the NFL. It's another opportunity for the National Football League to promote its product to folks like you and I. And as bad as the game is, as uninteresting as it is, as half the people in the chat who didn't watch it, the guy talking about it, myself who didn't watch it, we spent nine minutes talking about the Pro Bowl. And based on the comments, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Gets people talking. You know what else gets people talking? Go on to rayroute.com. 
getting all my newest videos, getting all of my blogs, getting all my podcast episodes, merch store over there, all that kind of stuff. Go check out rayroute.com, R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com, link in the description. My boy, Big MGM, just says the Pro Bowl sucked, but Mac looked damn good. I saw his pass to Renfro. I think he threw it to Hunter Renfro in the end zone, touchdown. I tweeted some stuff about it over on the business account. I have a new hobby, by the way, just so everybody knows. Uh, if you tweet at RayRouteWeb, at RayRouteWeb, Odds are you're talking to producer Mike and not me. I don't spend a lot of time on there. And even when I do tweet the initial tweet, any of the responses are coming from Mike. That's what he does. I have a new hobby now. So what I do is, is I tweet out some ridiculous stuff. So like on that throw from Mac Jones to Hunter Renfro, I quote tweeted the video that the Patriots put out. And I said, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes couldn't make that throw. Tweeted it and left. It's what I do. And then I let Mike and producer Mike deal with the repercussions of it. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I find it funny. It amuses me that I start a little bit of chaos and then Mike and has to, uh, has to deal it up. I went on discord today as well. I told someone to go F themselves and then I left. And uh, I was told that that helps grow it. So if you want me to tell you to go F yourself, come over to our Discord. Hit up Producer Mike on Twitter at MN underscore off topic. He'll give you the links to get over there. And uh, I'm just going to jump in there occasionally. Just tell everybody to go F themselves and then leave. Why not, right? Come on. Mitchell Mollett says, uh, it didn't seem like a football game. Kind of boring. Defense was interesting, though, I got to say. It's not. It's not really a football game. Oh, producer Mike is in the house. Producer Mike, how are you? Good, Ray. What's going on? I was just telling them that I have a new hobby in life. Is My it giving new... me a heart attack on Twitter? It is. I was just telling them that. Like, I was just saying to them, if you tweet at me at our on our business account, which is at Ray uh, at Ray Route Web, ninety nine percent of the time you're going to be interacting with you. Like, you're going to be interacting with Mike, not with me. Mike does most of the tweeting over there. However, I have found a new hobby of going on our personal account, <laughs> tweeting out some ridiculous stuff, and then just leaving you to pick up all the pieces. Yes. I mean, I infuriated Bills fans last week. You saw that. I, I did. I, I trolled a bunch of Bills fans, and I left. And a lot of the time, I'll be honest, I just leave it alone. <laughs> you don't. Hey, add, we gain, yeah. No, we need to interact with the audience. Oh, so you want me to learn how to continue to light a fire? Oh, I don't care what you do with it. I don't. I don't really care what you do with it. After we just need to interact with them. You just have, you have to you have to put out the fire after I oh, after God. I light it. <laughs> because uh, on, we gained thirty subscribers since then, though. All right, let, let me add this to the list. Oh yeah, but, no, no, no. I, I realized today that I can just be a big jerk on our Twitter account, mm -hmm. but I don't have to deal with the, like when I'm a jerk on my account, I got to deal with all the repercussions of that. So, right? and, I, and I got my notifications getting blown up and I, I got to respond to people and I got to interact. But I've realized if I can do it on our, the, I can do it on the business account and then you can just take care of the aftermath. Yeah. 
yeah, so uh, I got a little preview of this. You know, for anybody who doesn't know, Ray got suspended on his his personal account a few weeks ago. It was and, last week. A week ago, yeah, it was it was yeah. last week. I got suspended for um, uh, who would I, I wish it on? I tweeted at somebody and said, "I hope you tear an ACL." And yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a suspension for that. Fifteen yeah, hour yeah. suspension. I won my suspension, by the way. He did. Yeah, I was only suspended for nine hours. And then I got my got it got back up. But in that meantime, I was using the business account to do things I needed to do. Yes, and all the while I was frantically trying to clear the notifications so that Ray wouldn't see them and hopefully not reply. And I was uh, was replying. And, I was I was checking was. them, and I was replying. <laughs> And it was Jeff Garcia. I told Jeff Gar. I said, I hope that Jeff Garcia tears an ACL. And the AI caught me, and and knocked yeah. me out. But yes, I wish Jeff- I told Jeff Garcia. I hope he tears an ACL. And um, yeah, that was the Buffalo fans when I told them that a a, a real wide receiver would know how to get open. <laughs> and and the funniest part is, and I talked about this with Mario off air. We had an off air conversation about it because he saw the whole exchange that I had. Right. Yep. And he said to me, he's like, the funniest thing about that is, he says, like, I know you don't mean that. He's like, you you and I have spoken about Stefan Diggs. He's like, You've talked about how much you love Stefan Diggs. He's like, so, he's like, watching you do that, he goes, I'm watching it, I'm like, how do people not know he's not being serious right now? You know what I mean? Like, and I was just, I one guy's like, you keep changing the goalposts. And, no, I don't. <laughs> just throw I, out some other. I feel like there needs to be something that like matures on tweets like if it was a joke so after like 24 hours it just like pops pops up with like ex- like giant exclamation points like was a joke so everybody who was angry the day before is just like oh well fuck i got angry for nothing nah nah i i want people to get angry that's my whole mo on twitter but what I discovered is, is I used to be on my, I was, it's funny. I was talking to a guy today, this chief's um, content creator. He just started out in the UK, he writes for Arrowhead Abroad. I, I tweeted out his, his article today and I've been working with him behind the scenes. So he sent me his article says, Hey man, can you read this? Give me some feedback. So I read it. Well done. Very professional, but he, he writes in first person. I write in first person, as you know, and oh. I, I wrote back to him. So I, my, the feedback I gave him was like, hey, man, I, you write in first per- person, which is fine. So so do I. He's like, I said, but if you're going to write in first person, you need to amplify yourself. I said, like, I'm like a lovable prick. I'm the guy who like at the party likes to talk smack, cause a little bit of chaos. But like everybody knows it's all in good fun and love. I said, when I'm on my podcast, when I'm writing, I amplify it. Like the, the blog I put out about the Chiefs today. Right. The one about uh, how they're still whining about losing the AFC championship game. Uh, a, I don't care. B, they're not that bad. But a part of what I am is an agitator, right? Like I am an agitator, and that's what I do is I agitate people. So I'm like, you have to amplify that. I'm like, so you're really smart. I'm like, you should amplify yourself. I said, you still got to be you. Like I'm an agitator in real life, but people know yeah. I do it out of love. So I just take my lovable agitator side, which is you know that's who I am, and I just I just blow that up times ten for my online persona. I said do the same thing. Everybody who reads your stuff or listens to your podcast when you start it should know you're the smartest person in the room, right? right. Where or you need to at least project that you think you are the smartest person in the room. Yeah, and that I said you know and that will I said that that's how you build your online persona. I said we're like for me and my podcast, I said. Most of my audience knows I'm purposely an agitator, I said, and but 
they know a lot of what's coming out is me. I said, so it's not fake. It's just me amplified. So mm-hmm. I've been, and I've been like that on Twitter forever. As you know, I mean, I, I've been suspended on Twitter. I get people fired up on Twitter. Um, I was having a blast with that Mac Jones tweet I put out last week and all the replies to it. Like it, it was just, it was awesome going back me and Bill's fans. When I wrote that, it, all I tweeted was, this was awesome. All I tweeted was getting Mac Jones, a number one receiver would be beneficial. That tweet blew up to like, yeah. it had over, it has over 3000 likes now and, and like a hundred and whatever retweets and a, another hundred something comments. That's and of wild. course, a lot of Buffalo Bills fans were all up in their feelings in that thing. Well, right? I think you have more Buffalo fans that follow you now than Patriots fans. I do. I do. I have a lot of Buffalo Bills fans that follow me, and that's because of my work on Dean Blundell, right? Yep. Because I, I cover the a lot of stuff I cover for them over there is the Bills. It's a lot of Bills assignments. So I have a lot of Buffalo Bills fans. So they were all up in their feelings and my comments. Um, and I don't know why, because I was a very, the comment was very whatever. Mm-hmm. but i had a blast with it dude i was just like responding to them all just like i eventually i think i muted it this morning because like i woke up and i had uh 76 notifications and it was all from that tweet you know like, so I was like do you remember what day that was i was just it curious. was i think it was friday i, I tweeted that okay. and this thing's been going strong all weekend so like it, it's been a it's been a weekend project of mine just just having a blast on there but of course like i agitate people i i respond back to people like one guy said something i'm like he's like that's not belichick style man you know better than that so i like wrote back i'm like so you're saying they should fire belichick and hire me is that what we're saying and you know like it's yeah you gotta you gotta stoke the fire just so you know on the personal account today um i was looking i was reading a tweet prepping for my news break stuff Mm. And I saw a guy say something about JJ Watt and he was a Packers fan. And I tweeted at him. I can't wait till Aaron Rodgers leaves this year. And the green Bay is a, is a uh, poverty franchise for the next 30 <laughs> years. Just letting you know, I, I put that out there in the atmosphere. So you literally are just carrying a torch around with you. Oh, basically <laughs> once I realize now that I can do it without having, I mean, you know, I'm going to respond to some of them. I just have to, that's who I am. But now that I know I can, now that I know I got someone to clean up the mess on the other side, this makes things so much nicer for me because I don't have to deal with it. Because when 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 you're the one dealing with it, you got to be constantly on there. You know what I mean? Dealing with it, seeing the notifications, seeing what's being said, putting out fires, making sure no okay. one's unfollowing you. So when you so you've been mixing up personal account and business account. So I just saw your thing in the group chat and you said personal account i was like i've been trolling from my personal account all day what are yeah you i meant about? to say the business account you were yeah. trolling from our business account but it was me who was trolling the business account yeah, I was putting yeah the that, not, you, that's all right I, i'm a big enough troll that i can handle it too don't worry about it all right let's get back to some of these comments we were talking about how awful the pro bowl was today just so you know i didn't watch it i just saw some of the mac jones and jc jackson clips um because i didn't care was it bad? Uh, Big MGM says the Pro Bowl three years ago was pretty good, if I remember correctly. That would totally be on you. Do you remember the Pro Bowl from three years ago? I don't know if I've ever watched the Pro Bowl for more than 15 minutes in the last 10 years. Mm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because with That's my luck, brutal. I would watch it. And if a Patriots player was in there, they'd get hurt or something and be out for the following season. So try to avoid. And that'd be your fault, right? Couldn't have been. It's not just no, no, you know, it would the nature of the be, game. It'd be your it fault. Would abso- absolutely be my fault for tuning into the Pro Bowl. 
you believe in those kind of jinx? Do you believe in those kind of jinxes and stuff? Like, I used to like be like, "Hey, the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl," and they're like, "Ray, you jinxed it," and I'm like, "Do you think I'm the only person in the world who said the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl? Like, do you think that when they don't, Bill Belichick's going to sit at the podium and say we uh, we had a really good chance to win the Super Bowl, but uh, Ray in Toronto said in March that we were going to win it, so that's why we didn't win the Super Bowl." I've got one hoodie. At least for I don't I haven't no. believed it for all seasons, but one season, okay. The Seattle Super Bowl. Yes. I didn't have this I didn't have the hoodie on all game. They won all and, those games. I put the hoodie on at the end of the game and I was sulking and I was like about ready to burn it. I was like, this thing is bullshit. Malcolm Butler caught the interception and we won the Super Bowl. So, while wearing the hoodie or while it was off? No, while I was wearing it. So that just killed superstition, then, right? No, no, no. no. I'm saying I put it. So you think you think that that hoodie? Let's get to. Let me get this. Let me make sure I hear this correctly. You think that that hoodie, if you wear it, that will affect the outcome of the game? No, just that it it was magic for that. It was just magic for that season. And I don't abide by the superstition. Oh, so so they were losing when you didn't have it on. Then you put it on, and it worked. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yep. They were down by 10 that game. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you then. Thank you for your service. Yes. Let us know, guys. Put it. I want to know in the in the uh in the chat. Do you guys believe in Jenks? Because I don't. So this was uh so what happened was in the 2017 season when they lost to Philly, mm-hmm. I had predicted in the summer that the Patriots were gonna return to the Super Bowl, they were gonna win back to back Super Bowls. Of course, they lost in the Super Bowl. And then yep. I came out in March after that, and I was like, hey, the Patriots are going to win to go back to the Super Bowl, and they're going to win it this time. People are like, you jinxed it last year. Why are you jinxing it again? And I'm like, there's no such thing as a jinx. I'm like, nothing I'm going to say or do, unless I'm talking game plan, because I know Bill Belichick comes in and, and sees what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, outside of that, nothing I say or do is going to have any outcome on any game this season. It's just it's the matter of the fact. No, uh, another lost that... soul. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Read his comment. Go ahead. Uh, another lost soul says, "Ray, what do you think of the Dolphins' new head coach, uh, Mike McDaniel?" I think the Raiders are sitting there now, going, "Oh my God, is that the guy we meant to get? Not Josh McDaniels? <laughs> we need... no." Um, Wait, is this like know, clearly... breaking news today? I didn't even know they hired a head yes. coach. Yes, yes, it came out today. It okay. came out today that they hired him. I think everybody knew they were going to hire him. Okay. Uh, for me, listen, first of all, the Sean McVay coaching tree has been very successful, right? Staley was one, correct? Um, mm-hmm. Staley, uh, who's the coach in, uh, in in Cincinnati right now? Because uh, he's a he's a Sean McVay as well. He's a Sean McVay I, guy. I, I, I knew the name up until you just asked me. I'm not even joking. Hold on. My only thing is... Sean McVay still calls the offensive plays. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. And uh, obviously, he's worked him. He still calls the offensive plays, though. Mm-hmm. And Mike McVay is the offensive coordinator. I just always find it weird when a coach doesn't hand over the play calling to the coordinator. Like that they insist. Now, they call this the Sean McVay coaching tree. Isn't this really the Shanahan coaching tree? Yeah, it In is. In a sense. Yeah, I mean, all all these guys are coming off the Shanahan coaching tree, right? We saw that picture last week. What was it? LaFleur, him, Shanahan, and, uh, and his and, son, uh, and obviously. McVay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's I, I like. I mean, I like the hire. I like Brian Flores too, though. So 
we'll have to see. I mean, Miami seems to always dolphin themselves somehow. Again, I, you know, like at some point, somebody from the Belichick coaching tree needs to work, which I think Bill O'Brien did. If you really, if we look at his whole thing as a whole, not him as a general manager, but as a coach, um, which I flipped this morning driving to go. I went and got my, uh, my microchip updated this morning, got my third update. Oh, do they fully control you now? Fully. Well, I don't know. My arm hurts. So I figure that's the government, but, um, must be absolutely. Yeah. But I saw my way to the clinic this morning. I was listening to Toronto Sports Talk Radio, which I don't do very often because radio sucks. Um, and I'd maybe rather listen to a podcast than listen to radio. But I was listening to it just because my wife was in the car and I didn't feel like going through my phone to find a podcast. And so I just I just listened to them. And they, they were talking about the Belichick coaching tree. And they know nothing like about anybody and anything and i want to and they're talking about brian flores being the only successful coach and even he got fired and i i just i almost put my hand through the friggin yeah. i almost put my hand through the friggin window it's it's really weird how people forget about something like two years on now and maybe it's like a covid thing right but like Bill O'Brien was a good coach. He just had some of the same issues that Andy Reid did, you know, with the Eagles. Couldn't win the big games. He was. He had a ton of success um, with bad quarterbacks until he got Deshaun Watson. Don't confuse Bill O'Brien, the idiotic general manager. Yeah. You know, very idiotic. Who had a who had a lot um, a lot of stuff. Uh, McChicken says. Mac a lot faster than I thought, though. I said that a couple of times when he ran the season, and I was trying to figure out if that's just because we were so used to watching Tom Brady play, and he's sort of a similar pocket quarterback like Tom Brady, and because he's so much faster than Brady. I wonder if that's why he seems so quick. But I did do. I mean, he's not a mobile quarterback by any means, but I think that, and I'm not saying that the Patriots, Mike, should be calling any designed runs. But I do think mm-hmm. that as he learns, he's going to be able to extend plays a little bit more than he did this season. I think he will be able to do some damage with his legs. Yeah, I think the phrase is, you know, Max probably going to be, yeah, da- like damaging enough. He's going to be able to extend plays enough, you know, um, maybe not not a- as much as like a Joe Burrow, but pretty close. I mean, Joe Burrow is not terribly fast. Uh, someone's going to have to explain this to me. I think that I, someone tweeted at this me today. Apparently, Brian Burns was coming in at Mac Jones, and Mac Jones just like fell to the ground immediately. So that Brian, remember Brian, yeah, Brian Burns yeah. was the one who Mac Jones put the ankle lock on this year, and he didn't appreciate that, and he was like, yeah, the but big Mac linebacker. Was mer- Mac was merciless and broke his ankle. So yes, well, and I mean, he was very upset because he got bullied by the rookie quarterback, and he's just a big ass linebacker, right? <laughs> yeah. So, did you see this? Is that what happened today, though? I did. You saw not it. You saw this. it happen. I did not. Oh, okay. Big MGM says, you know, Mac did that gritty because Bill blew blew, blew a fuse if he pulled it out in the game. <laughs> Okay. Oh man. Let me see if I can pull up a clip of it. Hold on. Of what? Uh him going down. Yeah. The run is phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen it, it's over on uh Patriots Twitter has it out right now, and I'm sure it's on all over oh, the dude, uh, world world wide web. They don't have the video of Brian Burns coming after him. They have a video of the run though. Have you not oh. seen the run either? No. 
Well, the run is phenomenal because they blew the whistle dead, but he just kept running. He ran like 40 <laughs> yards down the field after the whistle and then danced in the end zone. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. I see it now. Yeah. And yeah, they were they were good. Nash says that uh, he teased at the end that he was like, hey, Brian, uh, we're friends now. So I guess, I don't know. They must have talked it out. God, those uniforms look awful. It's weird. Everybody's been, I didn't like them either. And yeah. everybody's been talking about how they want the Mac Jones AFC Pro Bowl jersey. And mm. I, I have not been a fan of them. I have not no. been a fan of them either. No, hey, I so I got a question for you. Sure. So I'm on Twitter today, and people are giving their, you know, ways of how you can improve the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. which is is nothing. And I and I give it out to someone who tweeted out like, "We do this every year. It is what it is. It's an exhibition game. Get over it, right? Yeah. We do every year. We have these long conversations about how awful the Pro Bowl is. I saw multiple multiple people saying, "Well, it needs to go back to Hawaii." Yeah. And I was like, how is that going to affect my experience in Toronto, the game being in Hawaii? I don't think that's going to make the game better. Well, you see, you're going to see the nice view on TV, so you're going to appreciate that, and it's going to be soft on the eyes, and you're going to say, wow, this was really worth watching for the three minutes that you click onto it as a major football you know, fan, and then three minutes later when you click off, you'll just be done, so... I think this, we've had two Northeasterns in the last two weeks. And we're going to get a third from the sounds of things. Are you? Oh, I hope it misses us. One yeah. thing I've noticed now is whatever happens in Boston, we get three days later. Oof. That's the, so if you guys get, get swamped with something, we get it like three days after. The snow piles in my house are almost as high as me. Like I'm six, one. I'm six, six. one. Yeah, that's uh, that's high. Dude, our first snowfall from the first the first one we got this year, like three weeks ago, the one I was complaining I had to shovel three times. Yeah, we literally got like three and a half feet of snow. Like, that's more than half my body height. Yeah, we haven't gotten that amount of snow in one go in a long no, and, time. And, and then we goodness. got like it was the biggest snow we could all remember in a long time. We were all saying it too, but then we got like another foot and a half, two feet the other day. So like the snow piles are high on my house. Oh. Oh, they zapped him. They zapped him. They zapped me. Um, yeah, but dude, yeah, winter, so... winter's rough. I mean, if you wanted to move to Hawaii, I would endorse that. Well, that was that's why we I when we when were we talking about? Maybe I was talking about it by myself. When I think it was the New York Times put out that oh, Tom Brady snubbed Boston again because he's retiring to Florida, and I'm like, who the hell retires to Boston? Yeah, no, no, no. We like, were nobody retires to Boston. You retire to Florida or Hawaii. Yeah. or I don't know if you retire to Hawaii. That's a vacation place. But you retire to somewhere warm and hot. Like, yeah. what a non-story. Yeah. Oh, um, well, I've been down here in Tampa for two years. It's really nice. We live on the water all year. Enjoy I heard Mass warm-up. just got a. I heard Mass just got a northeastern, so I better yeah. get back there and enjoy it while I can. You know, you know, if Tom Brady did that, like something is just wrong with him because he'd be out there in the snow by himself, like in his football uniform, like you know, by himself, and some somebody down the street would be like, "Tom, you're retired. Go inside. <laughs> go home. Go inside." <laughs> the California kid who spent 20 years in Boston and dealt with the winters, who was now in Florida, is not going back to Boston. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, I know he experienced winter in Michigan, and and I've heard winter awful. Michigan's actually because we get the same weather that you guys get out in Mass. That's yeah. what Connor and I deducted when we put things together. We get the same weather. I heard that that way, like the Michigan Windsor way. I'll do Canadian and American. See how I did that there? Yeah, yeah. But the Michigan yeah. Windsor way, I heard that their weather's even worse than what we get. Yeah, so up there in that part of the country, there, I mean, they talk about it all the time. If you watch like a Vikings game or a Packers game, obviously it's friggin' freezing up there. I have a buddy that used to live in a part of Montana that it get it would get down to like minus thirty. So it's like, no, not gonna do it. Uh, Big MGM says the only way to make it somewhat better is by giving something to the winning team that they care about. Outside of that, it is what it is. I agree. Like in baseball, you can, in baseball, it's for who hosts the World Series. But does that really matter? Like the Kansas City Royals, when they're in dead last, do they care who's hosting the World Series? And like, let's be honest, the whole Pro Bowl right now, it's just like another thing for the NFL to probably try to draw a little bit of money off of. Most of these guys just don't want to get hurt. So like, why are we going to add any stakes to it? Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see my guys get hurt. Stefan, saw... D- Stefan Diggs went through a table for one of the events as like a joke. And I was like, what if that ever went wrong? And he like got hurt. If you ever wanted to endear yourself to the Bills Mafia, though. Yeah, that's a catching story. a ball through the table. Yeah. And that table had to be like WWF gimmicked or WWE gimmicked. You know what I mean? Where it just shatters on demand. But yeah, no, absolutely. Just. Um, too, too many people injure themselves in this league doing like nothings, right? Like, uh, who the hell was the guy? He, uh, McChicken will know. Dallas brought him in as a big free agent like two years ago from Tampa, I think. And he like just randomly tore his, uh, either like a peck or his Achilles like the day before the season started. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Done. Anyway, and they didn't. That was during COVID years, and they didn't cover him under. He got released, and he he didn't get any money because he did it. He was working out on his own and not. Yeah, Gerald McCoy. That's who it was, Gerald McCoy. And he didn't get paid for it. I remember that was a big controversial thing. Yep, like really, really controversial thing, because that was during COVID. That was last year, right? Mm -hmm. That was during. Wasn't that last year? It was during COVID, and and. He elected not to go to the stadium and he was working out on his own and he got yep. hurt on his own. So when they released him, he didn't like get any of his guarantees or anything like that because the yep. NFL just wants to screw people left, right, and center. In a COVID year. Yeah. Nash says, and if you have Mac, get him a guy like Diggs. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. As I said the other day, getting, uh, and we did it, I did it on TikTok as well. I've been doing I've been doing stuff, Mike. I've been doing TikToks. I didn't do any today. Dude, I doing... saw I saw the TikToks. Everybody should go follow Ray on TikTok. I did after uh leave it. I found out I had no followers. So yeah. or no and I wasn't following anybody. Um I've been doing the TikTok, which you told me you're the social media guy. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're you understand the kid stuff. Yeah, but I'm so not I've... in like the TikTok the, the the TikTok. I'm gonna be an old man right now. But you not... told me it would be beneficial to do it, so I did it. Yeah. You told me it'd be beneficial to do the Discord, so I'm doing the Discord. We're gonna do. Are we gonna do the Twitch? I keep saying we're gonna do the Twitch. Are we gonna? Yeah. We gotta, you and we're I, gonna. You... We're gonna get off Facebook and go on to Twitch. That's what we're doing, right? That's yeah. What I, that's what I believe we're doing. Yeah. Because no one cares about Facebook. Is that is that what we're saying? Here? Yeah. So 
even though I think Twitch is down compared to YouTube, but Facebook, you don't get anybody. So I don't get anybody on Facebook. I don't think so. Last Ooh. time I checked, I could get a wrong. lot of I got a lot of people who like the Facebook page. Yeah, but I don't think they watch on Facebook. I think we get like an average of like two people that view on Facebook. I can okay. look. So we're going to Twitch. We're going to do all that stuff. And we TikTok and we Twitter and I Discord. Again, if you want me to tell you to go F yourself, come on over to Discord. Mike told me I'm allowed. You know what, though? So, so to be fair, right, in that mm-hmm. instance, like I said, this is not a soft person's Discord. We're going to have di- discourse in the Discords. Discord you might not like. That but I went real. in there I went in there just to tell him to go F himself. That's the only reason I went on the Discord today. Yeah, but see, you're like the famous person that shows up at the bar with their name like once a month, and they're like, oh, they are here all the time. So You use the word me and famous in the same sentence, so that's that's where we went wrong in this conversation. He's getting there. Don't let don't let him fool you. He went to a Tim, Tim Hortons the other day, and somebody knew who he was. <laughs> That's just because I'm at Tim Hortons all the time. <laughs> so it's like you're back. I'm like I'm here ten times exactly. a day. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be very beneficial to get Mac Jones a number one receiver. Like, absolutely. Do you think it's going to come out of free agency or come out of the draft? Like, um, could a Chris Godwin sign with the Patriots? Could an Allen Robinson sign with the Patriots? Or is it going to be that, like, somebody out of the draft? And nobody asked me about who won the draft. And so nobody asked me about who because I have no idea. Or is it going to come out of the draft? What do you think? So it's the draft funny scares that... me, by the way. Yeah, the draft does scare me. I'd, so I've been looking at mock drafts the last two days. I've been starting to look at actual players so that when people ask us these questions we don't have to give them the uh commentary answer the connor commentary answer Um, can i just interrupt for one second because it could be the best comment ever breaking update the bills just scored on us again (laughs) bravo (laughs) bravo all right go ahead no listen you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Allen Robinson. I thought Brady was going to play another year. I thought he want, he was going to want to play with a, an established quarterback. So I think maybe if the Rams win the Super Bowl, you could see him go to the Rams. You could – I don't know about the Chiefs. I don't know about the Chiefs, but something along those lines. I could see us signing Chris Godwin. Honestly, now that Brady's gone – I thought he was going to stay there, so that's another one for me. I don't know. Somebody from the Bucks just said he, they, they're still going to be competitive next year. Yeah, they're going to get Jimmy G. Jimmy G's legacy is going to be to be Tom Brady's shadow in life. Um, he might get them to an NFC championship, and then Skip Bayless will call him garbage and not Tom Brady. Hmm. Oh, man, we'll see what happens with the receiver. Um, McChicken says Allen Robinson one year cheap deal would be fantastic, and he follows that up was because he didn't impress this year. Do you think that the Patriots would be able to get Allen Robinson on a cheap deal? I mean, I get was it Allen Robinson's fault though? No, I think he. I don't think he wanted to be there. I think he was trying to get out of there, guys. He got they franchised. franchised them, right? Yeah, yeah he, franchise. he franchised. And he was very vocal about not wanting to get franchised. In fact, I thought he wasn't going to sign it at one point. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
And I mean, and then, I mean, I know a lot of blame got put on Matt Nagy. I don't know how much of that was actually his fault. Because mm. wasn't he coach of the year like two, three years ago? Yeah, I mean, everybody was impressed with how like dynamic that offense was, how much movement was, you know, being thrown into the offense. And then, I don't know, it's the Bears. Who was the their quarterback thing. then? Uh, probably Mitch. Oh yeah, Mitch it was the year he got Mitch Mitch to the playoffs. I think he's a free agent this year. Who do you think he signs with? The Browns. He was, he was back. <laughs> they got a good backup. He was backing up Josh Allen this year. Yeah. Maybe he wants to play know. for a competitor. Maybe he's ring chasing. I don't know if the Vikings dump Kirk Cousins. You bring in Mitch Trubisky for a oh. year. Kirk Cousins would be such a good fit for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He would. Them or uh, Washington. Well, I also addressed this last night. Somebody was at, or maybe it was on TikTok I addressed it, but someone was like, hey, San Francisco's looking for a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo or a third plus a player. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who the hell is going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? Not because he can't be your starting quarterback, but at some point, the San Francisco 49ers are going to be forced to cut him and release him. Because they can't afford to carry him with that salary. And if they're just sitting there waiting for a trade, they might be paying him a lot of money and causing a lot of controversy. I think for the health, if you've made the decision that you're going to move on with Trey Lance as your quarterback, the best move for that kid and that team is to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo as quickly as you can. And I know that in this situation, they're not going to want to let it hang. But I'm going to reverse that and tell you, look at the controversy it caused in New England with a veteran established quarterback. Now, of course, you're looking at a little bit of a different situation. I get how you're looking at your back, but right, you want Trey Lance to be working out with guys this year, feeling loose, feeling good, not having this, this shadow of Jimmy Garoppolo on him and thinking like, man, I'm competing for my spot. You want him just to go out and do something. Um, I think that San Francisco needs to move off Jimmy Garoppolo as quickly as possible, and I don't understand who the hell is giving up a second-round pick for him when you know, when San Francisco's got no leverage. Like, you're if you're really in a bidding war, you're paying like a fourth at the most for Jimmy Garoppolo, only because the leverage is there, unless you're desperate and you're like, you know, if your team, and if you're, if you're a team right now that doesn't have a quarterback, like a New Orleans Saints who needs to shed a lot of cap, right? Uh, you know, unless you're that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be the answer. But you want to hear an interesting one I heard today? Sure. Green Bay. Yeah, they Aaron Rodgers gets shipped out to Denver. Yeah, with Devontae Adams, by the way. That's going to be so weird because what are they going? They they have to franchise Devontae to trade him, right? Or I guess you would transition tag him at that point. You could do that, or you could just let him go to free agency. I don't yeah. know. You, I don't. Can you transition tag? Is, is Devonte still at a transition tag place of his career? Uh, I think this is the end of his rookie deal. So okay, yes. so you can transition tag him. Yeah, you, yeah. You got to put. You got to transition tag him and, and trade him away. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of good. A lot of good ideas here, though. Let's, let's keep going to the chat here. Sure. Uh, Big in Jamie M says, any thoughts on Michael Gallup? I've heard uh, his stock by Pats may be very divisive. Personally, I like my Michael Gallup. I think that he's a better X receiver than Nelson Aguilar. 
I don't know how much better he is. Does that make sense, Mike, than Nelson Aguilar? And I think yeah. that if that's the case, I would rather see the Patriots try to move Aguilar somewhere, even though I don't think they can, and still try to get a number one and have Gallup come in as the number two. Like, that would be my biggest thing. I like Michael Gallup, though. I thought the, I truly thought the Patriots were – there was a time that I thought they were going to trade Stephon Gilmore to Dallas for Michael Gallup. Like, I really yeah, thought that trade was going to happen. But didn't he tore – he blew his ACL or something this year, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he? at the very end of the season. So there's still a possibility yeah. where that he may not be full go by the beginning of next season. It's unlikely because it seems like these guys are coming back really – quickly from these acl injuries now Just but pump pumping themselves full of hgh yeah i like michael I gallup i like michael gallup better than i like nelson aguilar i should say that i don't hate and i don't hate nelson aguilar by the way that's not me like knocking on the guy no. I, just, I like him better than aguilar and actually you know what though hold on i take that back because you could put as your true x you could move uh aguilar to your y you could interchange the x position and aguilar could actually replace Nikhil harry as like your number three. So you could go Michael Gallup one, Kendrick Bourne two, bring back Jacoby Myers three, uh, and Myers can kind of float everywhere. And then uh, Nelson Aguilar four. And I think you move mm. Kendrick Bourne as your slot, obviously, right? He becomes your slot. He becomes the new Edel Edelman position or whatever, the floating slot. Uh, Jacoby Myers can be your utility man that kind of goes all over the place. And then you can alternate Gallup and uh Aguilar between your x and your y spot so i liked i liked michael gallup when we were proposing a lot of the trades last year that they could make even with cam newton here you know there was a lot of things that we were saying for potential package deals i mean now that we have Aguilar, i'll, I'll kind of say that they're even you know so mm -hmm. at the very least because we don't know what michael gallup's gonna look like coming off that injury and nelson Aguilar already has a year in the system Dak i don't love gallup yeah, loved him. He was his favorite. I mean, you had a team that had you had uh, what's their rookie from last year? Um, you had Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yeah. And they and, have uh, who's the other guy too? They have another. He wears number one. Who's yes, the guy yes. that wears? But getting Wilson. back, anyways, the the big three though are Cooper, yeah. Lamb, and Gallup. When don't forget, Gallup was injured at the beginning of the season. And this was his first year that he actually missed significant time. So it's not like he's a big injury problem. It was just one of those seasons for him. Right. Like Dak was so excited to have him back because he was the true stretch receiver, which is right. weird because you have Amari Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Dak loved Michael Gallup. Here's a, an interesting one. Could you see the Cowboys trading Amari Cooper and re-signing Michael Gallup? And he doesn't even, there's not even a chance to go to the Patriots. So I, I'm just going to throw out McChicken's comment because this is exactly what I was going to say. Amari Cooper has an out on his contract this year. I think the Cowboys mm. are going to be in cap trouble. I think they're going to end up cutting Amari Cooper, maybe trying to trade him. Um, and probably taking a chance on Gallup. And like I said, they have another receiver that's pretty good. They need to get some money off that cap big big time. So could you see the Patriots maybe make a move on Michael Gallup? Maybe he's Bill Belichick's made trades with the Texans or Texans with the Cowboys before. Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper? No, Amari Cooper. Yeah, you asked me to make a trade a move on Gallup. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm at a I, th I think that more than likely you see Amari get released just because of the money, right? Like, who's got that salary cap to bring Amari Cooper on right now? 
Like the, their league's really in yeah. a lot of trouble salary cap wise, unless you look at a team like the Jets. But they right. kind of like solidified their not solidified, but they got their number one guy. I think that you're trying to find other pieces to build around Zach Wilson right now, some tight end support, some offensive line support. I ju- and he's got a good connection with um they got what the former not Panthers receiver. They signed uh the guy from yeah. Tennessee. Oh yeah, um Curtis Samuel. Yeah, so they signed Curtis Samuel, right? That's who the Jets signed, right? It was Curtis Samuel. Yep. And they you saw that they had a, a good connection when they played this year. And so I think that that's going to be their number one. So they don't really need an Amari Cooper. And I'm thinking about the team. So I I don't know. I, I like it's I got to see. I got, um, I could see the Patriots make it making a listen. I think they're going to make a run at any number one receiver that comes on, on the market that they can. You know, Pat's cap. And I think I talked about this the other day. He proposed all these restructures that are going to get almost twenty million dollars off the cap this year for the Patriots. I think yeah, gonna... I, I, but he screwed those up. You got to go back and relook. Oh, he did screwed he? Up the, he screwed up the Lawrence Guy one. Uh, it's not going to free up four million. It's going to free up like one point nine million. Okay, so maybe it wasn't. Either way, it it, should it's be not going to be that far off. But it's going to be about fifteen right. million, I think, in total when you look at it. When from the where he screwed up on the, it was the way the way the guarantees are are done that he missed. Um, and yeah, McChicken makes a good point too. Amari is a is a saving guy, right? He's Alabama. Yeah, yeah, he's an Alabama guy. So yeah, um, interesting. Where oh, is that's the one right. I was for? Sorry, I, I screwed it up. It's Cody Davis, not. Yeah, Curtis okay. Samuel. Curtis Samuel went to Washington. Cody Davis went to New York. Yep. And Curtis Samuel like didn't play this year because I drafted him in fantasy. Right. He was out almost all season. And yeah, remember, Curtis sure. Samuel is a guy Patriot fans really wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, guys really wanted Curtis Samuel, and he hardly played this year. And uh, they also wanted. Um, Julio Jones, they wanted the Patriots to give up a first round pick. You remember that, Mike? I don't. I don't know who would have ever endorsed that deal. <laughs> uh, someone asked, "Can we pencil in Braxton Berrios as a Patriots free agent acquisition?" No, unless he's. I, first of all, I don't know if Braxton wants to come back after the way things ended. Number two, we already have a Gunnar Oshesky, and that's all you'd be bringing in. I mean, I get that Braxton was an All Pro this year, but Gunnar was an All Pro last year, so it's you know kind of worked out for both guys uh and i would bet that the jets would want him back it's hard to get that kind of production for for kick and punt returns and 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 braxton was also a little bit more efficient in the passing game than gunner Oshesky was as well yeah this is a big one that popped up like in the patriots like fake news verse last week was like oh bill belichick complimented braxton barrios are they gonna get him back in free agents like no We've moved on from him once, and he hasn't improved that much. McChicken says, McCowan Flores are the Texans finalists. What happens if McCowan gets hired? Yikes. I'm going to lose another 100 subscribers, probably. That's going to be my first uh, That's going to be my first prediction. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm just gonna stick with I don't know for tonight. If that works for you, Mike. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. That's why I said yikes. Just move along. Uh, Liam says Mac hitting Mac Griddles at the Pro Bowl was huge for potential free agents and for him to show his personality uh, outside of the Dark Lord BB. 
Yeah, he really was a little bit more loose at the Pro Bowl. Did you notice that? Yeah, he he did, wasn't the, he wasn't the Belichick clone. That guy didn't stop smiling the entire time, like during the the game, during the all, like every clip I saw, he just had this like giant smile on his face. And I'm pretty sure during like one of the skills games, he said, "Uh oh," like and <laughs> he is a terrible dodgeball player, though. That could be a big knock against. So that th- those clips I did see. Um, I do not want Mac Jones to play dodgeball with me. No, like I would not pick him. I'm pretty positive I'm a better dodgeball player than Mac Jones. And I mean, I don't, you know me, I, I don't believe in challenging professional athletes to anything. I would, I would gladly play Mac Jones in, in dodgeball one-on-one. Ray can dodge a wrench. Dodge a wrench. Can dodge a ball. Mike says, nah, uh, the way they do surgery and recovery now, I have friends who have torn their ACL and uh, they're recovering fast. Yeah. You want to hear a fun story about ACL tears? You guys want a personal fun story about an ACL tear? So I tore my ACL. Mm-hmm. MCL, ACL. Leonard Hill. Supposed to be out, like what, six months? At the, at the very minimum. I was back on the ice playing hockey like three weeks later. Jesus. You want to hear something else? My knee is toast today. I was gonna say I'm gonna need an I'm gonna need a knee replacement. Yikes. And I was in pain. He's gonna need a knee 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 replacement at 40. At 40. It might be before 40. Two years ago I tore my uh, meniscus in that knee. Oof. My you uh, hear how? sure. Taking my pants off. That's how wrecked that knee is, Mike. God That's how damn. wrecked it was. I was literally pulling at the bottom of my pants to take out the leg out. Yeah. And just felt everything lock up and I fell to oh. the floor. And it wasn't even like hurt. It was just locked. Yeah. And then I eventually got it straightened out and then it hurt. And I was limping, went to the doctor and I tore meniscus. Had to get it, you know, scraped and stuff. That's um that's awful. Yeah, so the knee is wrecked. The knee is done. I'm gonna. I wear a brace a lot, just so you know. Like, so are you life. are you officially retired from football now, or like? I know. Uh, well, I retired last year because for the uh, since my eligibility, which is, was 15 years ago, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, 15 years ago was my eligibility year. Um, I was passed up again in the draft, and I have I made myself eligible. But Tom Brady has inspired me because he played till 44. And I may make myself eligible for this year's draft. All right. That's fair. I, I was snubbed from the combine again. I still haven't got my combine invite. But if anybody wants to let Bill know, I am available. I'm going to be like that guy. Do you remember a few years ago, that guy that was standing at Gillette Stadium with a sign asking for a tryout? <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that Bill doesn't give him one. Yeah, go run around on the field, make an ass of yourself. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I mean, listen, Jules played on a bad knee. You can do it too. So someone says, Did you do your research on Christian Watson? I didn't. However, he was a subject on the radio this morning. And they had uh, an actual CS analyst on there talking about the different draft picks. And they spent four talking about Christian Watson. So I'm going to tell you what I know about Christian Watson. According to this analyst, God, I can't remember who, former former offensive lineman. So 
I know linemen. We know fall. Apparently, there is no cornerback who can beat this kid for a 50-50 ball in the NCAA or call or or the NFL. Apparently, his vertical is too high. He's too big. He's too strong. He's got speed, and he's strong. Apparently, route running can be a bit of an issue. The tree is not that large. It sounds like, and if anybody else really knows him and you want to clear me up in here, uh, I would love to to hear that. Oh, is this the kid who was like 6'6"? They're saying, from what I understood, is he's what I think Bill Belichick thought Nikhil Harry was going to be. Yeah. Okay, That's I what I, I and they think that he's gonna go to the, he's gonna go in the second round. He's not looked at projected as a first rounder. Yeah, so I just looked up an article here. It's funny because they somebody projected it like the the Jets take him early in the uh, second round. Yeah, they're they're saying they're projecting that he could fall down to the second round, or they'll probably will because apparently this is a loaded wide receiver class again. Like they're saying this this is very similar to Don't the 2019 class. Don't say that. You know what the Patriots do when the receiver class is loaded? They look for the guy that aced the interview. <laughs> look for the guy that aces the interview. No, but from what I hear, this Watson kid is what we I think we thought we were going to get out of Nikhil Harry. Kills yeah. the 50-50 ball. He's fast. He's strong. That's what I, I don't know him very well, but that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing is that well, he's phenomenal. And if he interviews well, He'll probably be a Patriot. Bill will probably trade up to get him in the first round. In five, in five years from now, we're going to be saying this kid was either the best draft choice the Patriots ever made or he was Nikhil Harry 2.0. Listen, science could figure out how to clone people, and Jerry Rice the clone could be in the draft, and I think all of us would still be holding our breath <laughs> because of it. So. You, you know Bill Belichick would skip over him and pick some like lineman that nobody saw coming that was from like a, like a second tier school. He'd be like, "Yeah, I don't need that guy." I still think the Patriots taking a corner in the first round. By the way, just so everybody knows, I like I real I really do believe they're going to be taking a corner. I think they have enough depth at linebacker right now that they don't have to do it in the first round. I'm going to answer two more questions. PLS says Ray versus Rich Eisen, who wins in the forty? Ooh. Rich Eisen kills me. Guy runs the 40 with friggin' business shoes on. Yeah, he would kill me and I'd be in my full sneakers and in spandex. Like I'm an old lineman. I run like an old lineman. And uh yeah. <laughs> Ray would stop halfway for a cigarette. I'll be there in a minute. Relax. <laughs> Funny story. Grade nine, first year of college or uh, high school football, right? My, yeah. I guess, kind of like a brother, a kid my parents adopted, right? Um, yeah. So my brother, my brother. Um, kind of, not really. He's a douchebag. I don't talk to him anymore. I was going to say, I've heard you mention him before. Um, uh, we did. So we were, you know, running around the field to warm up. Yep. And uh, we smoked a cigarette first, first ever tryout. Smoked a cigarette, running the field. <laughs> thought we were cool. Thought we were funny. Didn't do it again. Uh, he well, got he did he he didn't make the team anyways. But um, 
He's more of a basketball player than a football player. But uh, yeah, we did it. Right. We did hey. it. You know. Um, final final uh, question of the night, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, PL says uh, the Pats will double dip at wide receiver this year. Draft it. What do you think, Mike? Uh, so I'm going to assume we're you... we're going to go from Patriots like never taking a receiver to suddenly they're going to double dip. I mean, if by double dip you mean like first round and fourth round, like okay, I don't see the Patriots going like back to back wide receiver in the first and second round. No way. I don't think the well, first of all, it'd be more like the second round, fifth round, or second round, fourth round. I just I mean they double dipped on tight end a couple years ago. Yeah, they double dip a lot. I mean, they usually take what, like three linebackers, so Yeah, I know, but defense is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you carry bodies. a lot more. You carry a lot more linebackers who can do different things, and you carry wide receivers. Like so I, the Patriots, because of special teams, carries a lot of just special team pieces. Yeah, that are whatever. You know, they'll they'll, they'll they're going to get at least one this year. I mean, they're going to replace Nikhil Harry. He, he's gone. He's gone. So so he gone. You know who else is gone? Mike, us. Thanks for Later. coming in. I wasn't going to make you come in on the weekend. I was just doing it. So thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was just going to come and moderate the chat. And you're like, come and hang out. And well, let's have let's have a fun. Let's have let's have a fun conversation here. Yeah. I love that you messaged me last night. Well, you were intoxicated. We're going to tell the audience. Birth, birthday dinner. Yes, you had consumed alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. You asked me to send you the link when you have full access to come in anytime you'd like i you did the link. <laughs> i did <laughs> i didn't I, see the i didn't see the message till after but i was like why is he asking me for the link he just he has the login code he can just log in and, and, to, be, in. and to be fair i was nowhere near like in front of my computer at that point so i was probably like oh like like yelling at my phone like oh ray should invite me ray invite me <laughs> and you we couldn't have came in and done anything anyways what you're saying no. No, absolutely. I was completely incoherent. I looked at those texts, though. It's surprising how, like, when I'm not drunk, you, like, you can't make sense of what I say. Because I'm thinking too fast. When I'm drunk, everything slows down. So it's like, I was like, wow, I typed something that was semi-coherent. Yeah, but what you said yep. was ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. You, I just laughed and I was like, Ray, send me the link. And I'm like, you have the login privileges. Just come into I mean, it. I mean, I, I don't you mind fo- exposing the whole conversation. You Whoa. did follow up with, I'm drunk, though. So that was, that just told me. Yeah, I What's said, that? I'm not exposing oh, said, the whole conversation. I just, that's all I said. Yeah, no, no, no. But I forget what you, like, I saw the headline and I was like, what did I say? I was like, Ray, we can agree that Hunter Henry is the best tight end on the Patriots or something like that. Yeah, you you said a lot, dude. You said you said a lot last night. <laughs> and that, and uh, yeah, yeah, you stuff. uh you said a lot. All dude. right, dude. Thanks for coming in, man. All right. Later guys. Have- I cut you off too early. Say it again. Have a good night, everybody. Producer Mike, follow him on Twitter at MN underscore off topic. You can also follow our uh, business account at Ray Route Web, R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H Web. Uh, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's Mike. You can probably tell the difference who it is. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks for uh, talking about the Patriots. Thanks for talking about the Pro Bowl. Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup. We talked a little bit about the Miami Dolphins. 
kind of went around tonight. Appreciate it. I like this format, Mikey. I think we're going to go to this format for now on, even with guests. We'll have like one prepared subject for each segment and we'll just do like the old school. I think we should. I'm bringing you in, Mike. Mike, I think we should do this for now on. I agree. I like it. Chill. You know what? Yeah, we'll come in with with I'll come in with two prepared subjects, one for the 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 first half. Actually, we don't even need to because we got the Patreon questions. We'll do the Patreon questions and we'll do these chats. Yep. And then I'll have one prepared subject for when the guest comes in and the rest can just all be be comments. Yeah. Or whatever like happens it. that day, yeah. Outside. We'll just be we'll just interact with the audience. I like the audience interaction. And I'm going to try to do more weekend stuff so everybody knows. I'm not going to guarantee weekends because sometimes I get busy, I got places to go, things to do. But uh, if I'm around, I will be. Uh, I'll be doing weekend stuff. Mike, if he's around, he'll pop in. But I'm not going to tell Mike because I don't want him to feel pressured to come. He'll just if he sees it, he'll pop on. No, realistically, Saturday I'll never promise. Sunday nights, I'm I'm usually around because I'm prepping for work around this time. So I'm not even promising I'll be here Saturday or Sunday. I'm just saying if yeah. I'm here, I'll pop on. If Mike's around, yeah. he can pop on. If not, I'm not. I'm not even going to tell you when I'm going on because I don't even go on at seven. So like, last night, like, I came on at eight thirty. So yeah. All right. Have a good night, Mike. Night again, everybody. So that's it. More chat interaction. So make sure if I know you can watch the replays, you can list download the podcast. But come and uh, interact with us in the chat. We really appreciate you guys. And let me tell you why becoming a Patreon member for only $5 a month and what it'll get you. You'll get invited to our Patreon hangout every Friday night. I don't know if you guys saw it Friday. It was World War Three between producer Mike, myself, Ross, a few other people. Mario came in and talked a little bit with us, tried to play mediator. Sided with me, by the way. Sided with me because he knew I was right. Um... Mike's out. He can't do anything right now. So I get to just talk. Uh, but if you come hang out, maybe come hang out Friday night. You can have these screen fest with us. Uh, you also get direct access to me. Your comments and questions will be answered on every episode of the Dear Pat's Nation podcast from Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. And Monday, Wednesday and Friday, you're going to get some exclusive content with a project that Mario and I are working on for Newsbreak. You will get all of uh, all of what we're doing for Newsbreak, plus the behind-the-scenes stuff and any conversations we have. So you do get exclusive stuff over, and it's only it's five bucks, guys. Five bucks, man. Patriots Media was on there. We had a good time. Uh, yeah, so come check it out. And uh, you go check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash dpnsports. Uh, see what's happening over there. Also, don't forget, you can find all of my content over at rayroute.com. You'll find my latest podcast episodes, videos, blogs, updates, links to our merch. Uh, go check out rayroute.com. I've left the link in the description. You can go check out my blog today, which I will be turning into a vlog very shortly, uh, where I basically call out Kansas City Chiefs fans for not getting over losing in the AFC Championship game. So go check that out. Uh, don't forget to boost those analytics by smashing that like button. Uh, you hitting the like button tells YouTube that other people need to see this show and if you're new here uh, think about subscribing see everything that we're doing this episode of the dear past nation podcast was brought to you by our sponsors over at ultra game get decked out in fully licensed nfl gear i promise you no matter who you cheer for they have all your favorite teams over there go check out ultra game one of the largest suppliers of licensed nfl apparel don't waste your money on knockoffs go get geared up with ultra game i've left that link in the description we are also brought to you by Newsbreak. As you know, I am a content creator over there. I cover the entire NFL. Mario was helping me do that as well. We do some short blogs. 
Um, but there's a ton of creators and mainstream media outlets providing content on Newsbreak. It's an absolutely free app. It's not just sports. It's all of your local news. What the app does, it takes your location. It filters out all of the relevant news and information from your area for you. You can also search for whatever you're looking for. It's pretty dynamic in how it works. I've left the link in the description. You can download it there. I'm going to be fully transparent with you guys. This is a pure click for transact or click for pay transaction that I have with Newsbreak. If you download the link, you if you download the app using the link that I left in the description, I get a $5 kickback. So it's the easiest way to support the show. I get to make some money. You get a free app. Use the link in the description. Download the Newsbreak app today. Finally, we are members of the Dear I did it again. We are members of the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. Go to DeanBlundell.com. Check out the work that uh, I'm doing over there. You can all see what else is happening over at Dean Blundell. Over 100 podcasts and content creators. Go check it out. Uh, I appreciate all of you tuning in to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. I hope that you'll come back tomorrow. We will have Connor Carney on with us at 730. And never forget, you're all legit, kid. <laughs>